1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Hawk and Tom on B93.7.
1: Let's talk about your cell phone use. Okay, it's always a fun
2: topic. This is very interesting, too, because we're going to talk about your teenagers as well. So, a new survey found that parents and children spend an average of an hour or less face-to-face time every day because of their cell phones. Mm. Yeah. So.
3: I mean, that's okay as long as they text each other. hmm
2: And that's uh, what they're doing. You know, 60% of parents also admit they sometimes... They actually call or text one of their family members when they're both in the same house.
4: Happened yesterday. My son came home from school. Uh He says, Hey, I've got one of my friends coming over. Is it all right? I said, Have you checked with mom? He's like, I don't know. Let me text her. And I'm like, I think she's here. And he texts her and goes, Yeah, you're right. She's in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: parents and their kids exchange about 6,000 texts a year. They say 5,800. Well, each family. Parents and their kids exchange 5,800 texts a year. Oh, so all of them in the whole United States? I guess. Yeah, that's a no.
4: That's my point. That's a family? That's a lot. That's
2: 16 times a day. So how many texts do you have back and forth with your son? Okay, it doesn't sound like as many. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So they make about 416 calls, which add up to about 37 hours. Yeah, I'm not right. as big on calling
4: anymore. I much right. prefer a text.
2: Now, 50% of teens said they feel addicted to their devices, and 59% of parents feel that way, that they're addicted to their devices.
4: I am. <laughs> is, it I it, is it an addiction if you're aware of it and admit it? I like to think not. Neither. I don't think that's an addiction. Would you like a Bloody Mary time? Um, <laughs> hmm.
5: It's not an addiction.
2: Okay, 78% of teens said they checked their phones hourly, and 72% said they felt the need to immediately respond to text or anything on social networking, social media, any messages, any notifications, immediately.
4: So that's like 8 out of 10. That's a lot. That's a lot.
2: Yeah, but how about you? What do you do? Like, you see somebody, they text you. Do you feel the need to immediately respond back? Depends on who it is.
5: (laughs) (laughs) True. True. I used
2: yeah. to
3: be a little more obsessed with it, but then now working here and we've got the Hawk and Tom page, the B ninety three page, our personal page is too much. So I, well, for I me, turn it all
2: off. I'm like you as far as the checklists go, and I'm like I just want to get it out of the way. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I will forget if I said read it, and I'm, I'm driving. I'm like I'll get back to that text back home. I'm like when I get home. I won't get to it, so I just pull over and text them immediately.
4: Yeah, I won't forget. That's my goal, Yeah, (laughs) is to forget. Oh, is to forget? (laughs) Okay.
5: That's the thing. If it's something that, like, hey, what are you doing Saturday? I'm like, well, I don't have plans, but I don't know if I want to do anything. So (laughs) I won't respond to that right yet. Yeah, okay. (laughs) But now if it's something like a Facebook message where they know I've read it, Mm -hmm. I just won't read it. Okay. I'll just wait. I'm like, that might be asking me to do something I might not want to do, and if I read it, they'll know I've read it. So I I won't read it.
3: And I wonder if you go back and do unread if it still tells them that at some point you did read it. Because I've done that before, too.
2: I don't like that aspect because they know if you've seen like and maybe they'll send you a video and you don't watch it or you maybe you don't have
4: time. They don't know whether you watched it. The reels and stuff like that? They don't know? They know you've seen the message, but they don't know if you watched the video. Oh,
3: yes, I do, because I'll send my husband something kind of long, and he'll write back immediately, and I'm like, you did not finish that video. There's no
4: way, because I'm still
3: watching it. Yeah, but
4: I didn't write back right away.
2: So he doesn't watch all of them that you send? Okay, yeah. I'm
3: like, I sent you 32 reels this morning. That is my love (laughs)
1: language. Watch
2: them. (laughs) You know what, though? There's a lot of arguing that goes on with that. Yeah. Because it's like, it's a way that you guys connect. I think more girls connect with sending
4: videos.
3: We'll be sitting next to each other, and I'll hear him play it, and it gets halfway through, and he'll go, ha-ha, and I'm like... You didn't finish
4: it. <laughs> so here's what my wife does. She's pretty smart. I'll mm. send her a reel, and she'll write back immediately. I'm like, how did you watch that so fast? She goes, oh, I already saw it before. Oh, okay. oh yeah. So then I'm like, what do I do? Because <laughs> I'm like, I can't call her a liar. Yeah. And I'm like, I guess if she already saw it that's before. That's when you say,
3: wow, you see, you already saw it, and you didn't send it to me? That's rude.
4: Oh, wow. wow, you are a trouble man. <laughs> yes, <you> are
2: thirty six percent of teens and thirty two percent of their parents estimated that they argue with uh, each other at least daily about the device use, about their cell phone use. So they're going back and forth, teenagers.
4: We have just started to argue with our kids about this. Why? Well, they get great grades. Yeah, okay. So we don't really mind whether they're on their devices. But lately, they're starting to not get enough sleep. Oh. And so we're like, you're going to have to put your device down and do your homework. Then if you have time afterwards, because they'll just put it off and they'll start their homework at 9, and they're not getting to bed till 11, and they're like, you can't keep
2: doing that. And that's kind of sneaky because you can't be mad at them for doing homework. All right but if they had to do their homework earlier, but, mm. but this is another way they do it. You know, if you let them have their cell phones in their bedrooms, they're going to stay up all night uh, on their cell phones. Yeah, but
4: I can tell when they do that. And
3: honestly, I wish my mama would come and tell me to get off my phone.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Wouldn't
2: that be nice
4: yes. now? I'll text you. Victoria, <laughs> okay. okay. get off your phone. I know you're on it right now. It's
3: 1 a.m. and I'm like, thanks, Tom. <laughs> well, 56% of
2: parents admit to checking mobile devices while driving, and 51% of teens said, yeah, they've seen their parents do that, and they are setting about... Example for them. My
4: mom was playing words with friends <laughs> while driving, yes. <laughs> oh my god,
0: driving me as,
4: <laughs> as long as it mom. was a short word, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, put it down, mom. So, my kids actually yell at me for that stuff. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. like, Dad, don't do that. Why are you playing Pokemon while we're driving? I'm like, I just got to catch this one dude, oh, yeah. <laughs> catch this Charizard right <laughs> week. I very seldom pull my phone out of my pocket when I'm driving. No, oh, mine's sitting on the little charger because I'm using it for GPS half the time. I live here. I know how to get around. Me too, but I don't know where the accidents are sometimes. Mm -hmm. And finally, of course,
2: 50% of teens admit they're addicted to their mobile phones. You know, when we were teenagers, our only mobile device was a bicycle.
4: Mm -hmm. (laughs) My beat.
2: (laughs) If I wanted to to connect with my friend, it
4: would be like riding my bicycle over to his house. (laughs) We were kind of addicted to our mobile device, though. Our bicycle. Oh, bicycles! Yeah, yeah. We were on that thing all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: yeah. Because I was back in the day the landline phone. So if you tried to have a conversation like with someone privately, and you'd hear your sister be like, "You're such a loser!" <laughs> on the other end, you're like, "Ashley, get off the phone!"
4: <laughs> or if you're talking on the phone, you're, you're on the bike, you're like driving, all of a sudden, yank! And it's like <laughs> yeah. oh, we got disconnected. <laughs> I had a wireless uh, phone
5: well, years ago, and I got in my car talking to a friend and started driving down the road wonder why I lost connection with you. <laughs> I thought it was my cell phone. It wasn't. What's so funny is to see
2: like kids on their bicycle now with their cell phone as in the neighborhood. Yeah. They'll be on their cell phone. Or will see somebody on a liquor sickle, and they're sitting there on a cell phone. I don't see kids on bikes anymore.
4: Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's true. Truth. Yeah. Truth. Okay. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B
0: 937
4: Have you ever looked around at what's happening and you think to yourself, how did we end up here? How did the world get to this point? Well, a lot of people will write that down and share it. And a lot of times it's a personal story. I have some interesting ones that are compiled from a website where people share these. One person explained a situation that was rather uncomfortable for them. They were in a public restroom and they did not like using a public restroom, much like Cato. Kato, I will. You'd rather go home than have to go to the bathroom here in the
5: station. Yeah, but when I'm traveling, I have no choice, Tom. Okay, and well, I, I really and I and for some reason my stomach don't like to travel, <laughs> so it's like every business or airport we <laughs> walk
4: into, I'll be right back, y'all. Okay. Well, this person was much like you, and maybe even more so because they were so stressed out that when they went into the stall. They kept telling themselves, nobody's here, you're all alone. Okay. <laughs> A little pep talk at the poopy. <laughs> then he heard someone say, no, you're not. Oh. He didn't realize he'd been talking out loud, or he also didn't realize he wasn't alone. So that had to make it really difficult at that point.
3: He didn't check under the stall doors for shoes.
4: I don't know if he had time or not.
5: And that's the issue with me and a lot of people in America. Our bathrooms are not very private. No, they're not. They need complete rooms. It needs to have loud music so you don't hear anybody else.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's like that disco they have like in Kentucky at those convenience stores where you push the button and it's a dance party. I always do the shoe check, and has anyone ever caught you doing the shoe check? Because you got your head way down there because you're looking under the stall.
4: Because
2: that's happened to me a couple of times,
4: and the guy walks in is like, what are you doing? That's why he has several HR write-ups. Yeah. I'm not being caught yet, but
5: I do it. Yeah, Especially here. I will go in downstairs and if I go in the lights on I know somebody's been in there because it's the automatic light Mm -hmm. but I will I'll look down if I see legs i turn around and walk out
2: but your head's almost (laughs) touching you know like almost like you're touching your toes it's like just a weird position to someone catch you in
3: imagine being a girl and you gotta worry about your hair touching the floor Uh, when you
2: do that I just wouldn't do that oh that would not be good but Uh if you do get caught you can say I was just admiring her shoes (laughs) (laughs) nice shoes
4: okay so the reason I brought that up is because What a great thing to do when you go to the bathroom. What? Just sit there and start going, nobody's here. You can do this. Nobody's in here. And then maybe someone will be in here, and they're going to be freaking out, too. It would be fun. Yeah. A fun prank to play. be
2: like you're potty training yourself.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You can do it. And after you do it, you're like,
2: oh, I did a good job. That's
5: the thing. They'll think you have your kid in there.
4: (laughs) True story. I was in college, and I went into the dormitory bathroom, and I brought a piece of thread and a dill pickle, a gherkin. Oh, God. And I... Stood there with my feet facing outwards, and when someone would come in next to me, I would drop the pickle in and make grunting noises, and then quietly lift it back out and do that again over and over. At one point, I left the restroom. There was a line of people outside waiting to see who came out. Ah, there you go. Because it sounded like I had broken the Guinness World Book of Records. And out
5: walked you eating the pickle, right? No, I did not eat that
4: (laughs) pickle. (laughs) Okay, some other unusual stories of things that went wrong. Someone said I had been sick all day. I got to feeling a little better, so to cheer me up, my dad drove me to get ice cream. On our way back, we ran over a small puppy.
3: Oh, Oh, my gosh.
4: That didn't work out too well for them. You're, no. You're hoping to cheer yourself up and instead you got to live with that. That's a bummer. I, that's I'm I'm actually bummer. sorry I brought that up. I am no. too. Okay, another person said I brought my date back to my house to cook for her. I made her gnocchi, which if you're not familiar with is usually a potato-based pasta that you cook up with like maybe red sauce or something.
3: Thinking of, of olive garden chicken and gnocchi soup. There you go.
4: Okay, yes. That was not that's gnocchi.
3: Former Gnocchi.
4: Gnocchi. It's a never heard it's. Of, Oh, I thought you said Noki. Well, it's spelled G N O C C H I, <laughs> and so I just mispronounce it how I want. Yeah, wouldn't that be Goki? Nope, because it's a Gnocchi. Got the G. It's, it's like Gnocchi. Ganache. Oh, Gnocchio. I've seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she had never had it before. She didn't tell him that she was lacto- lactose intolerant and ended up spending the next 30 minutes violently in the bathroom. Mm. He had poisoned his date.
3: Well, I told y'all mine and John's first date. Yeah. I didn't know that he was lactose. And he was like, why don't you order something for us? And I got him stuffed ravioli and he didn't say a word. Wow. So we get back to his apartment and he leans over in the car. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's going get- to and he flings that door open. He's like, had a nice night. Bye. Like, oh my
5: gosh. <laughs> now why if you have that would you not Thank say you. anything at the beginning? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. All right. Why do you just Yeah, yeah I'm
2: lactose intolerant. Let me <laughs> I don't want you to order for me.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so here's a story that might make you feel better about your life. One person wrote in and said, Today my husband and I woke up to find my drunk mother passed out on our couch. She was wearing nothing but socks. Okay. <laughs> <Hey>, um, <laughs> so along that theme, another person said, my drinking problem became apparent when my daughter asked for a glass of juice and I instinctively poured a large glass of scotch instead.
2: Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's is that, bad. Is that
4: what you call juice? All right. <laughs> yeah. um, another person said they got kicked out of an Uber for smelling bad. Mm-hmm. And finally, today I was walking out the front door of a town where I just moved. I live alone and I don't know anyone. As I was locking the door, I see a note on my doormat and I read it. It says, you look hot when you're asleep
3: okay but do they
4: (laughs) (laughs) that would freak most people out Tori (laughs) but not Tori she's like I got a compliment
0: (laughs) it's the Hawk and Tom show on B93.7 hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank
1: And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, you're on
2: a date, you got that awkward pause. What do you say? Well, nothing, because it's an
4: awkward pause. Okay,
2: but you got to come up with something, and I have some exciting date questions that's going to give you a peek into his or her world this morning.
4: Let me offer one thing you can say, because my wife did this once. Mm -hmm. Say, I just love that when we're together that we can just have moments of silence sometimes, and they're not awkward.
3: Oh, Okay.
4: Because then they're like, well, maybe this isn't an awkward pause. Yeah,
3: yeah. but see, I'm an overthinker. And then I'd be like, wait, did they actually mean that? Or were they saying that sarcastically? Because I haven't said anything in like 10 minutes.
4: Uh, My wife said it to me and I was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) You need to talk to your therapist about that one, Tori. I'm
3: going to put it on the list.
4: (laughs) Her therapist just gave her an awkward pause.
2: (laughs) Okay, so some exciting date questions that can give you a peek into his or her world. What kinds of things really make you laugh? Because you want to make sure that, uh, you know, it could be she might say something like, I like to watch those cat videos of them riding Roombas or babies on Roombas. And you're like, oh, I like those too. But we were talking about this a little bit earlier. You know, you're going to spend the rest of your life sending videos, funny videos back and forth to each other. So you got going to have to kind of, you know, you'll see where they, what makes them laugh.
3: Yeah. You got to make sure your reels align. <laughs>
4: yeah. Doesn't that sound a little canned to you? Like if someone asked me that, I'd feel like, oh God, did they read like a, an article from cosmopolitan.com and oh, they're th- like, oh, I'm going to ask him these questions to make sure he's the right person. Obviously. I am like, well, well, I don't if- want that. Like, I don't want it to feel like I'm being quizzed on some magazine poll. Okay, so never mind. No, I'm uh, just saying that one to well, me doesn't sound All of these are, good, it's kinda oh, well, like That's kind of like it. going to be bad.
3: Maybe you can reword it and just say, oh my gosh, I saw the funniest video yes. of a cat on a Roomba. Yeah. Do you, do you what, love animals what, or something? What makes you
4: laugh?
3: Oh, me? No, that's, no that's what oh, you said after that. <laughs> I saw
5: this video. What makes you laugh? Because I think you do have to have somewhat of a matching sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what's
2: your favorite place in the entire world? Oh, God. Because you're getting to know that person. Tom, here's the thing. You've (laughs) got to, you know, branch out a little bit. And you can, these are just the basic questions. You can word them however you want to. Because you say, hey, what's your favorite place in the entire world? And all of a sudden they say, in my closet with my blankie. Okay. (laughs) Or in the bathroom at Walmart. (laughs) And you're like, oh, okay, I've learned a lot about you. (laughs) I feel
4: like someone's going to hear that and they're going to, like, not be comfortable. But if you were to go... Oh my God. I once visited so and so. It changed my life. I loved it. Have you ever been somewhere that was that way for you? That's
2: what you do. You word it however you want to, Tom. This is just the generic question to kind of you.
4: People are gonna hear you say that. They're gonna be like, Okay, what's your favorite place in the world? People are
2: smarter than you think in that area. Oh, I don't find that to be true at all. Who's your best friend and what do you like about him or her? Because you're going to be putting up with that friend, if the the date goes well, for a long time. And you want to make sure you got to find
5: out about their best friend. Yeah, find out how do you get them to like you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you need to do.
2: All right. Uh, Favorite uh, things to watch, like entertainment, because you want to have entertainment compatibility for the most part... You know, and I know, Tom, you and your wife, you do it different. She goes to a separate room and watch whatever she wants to. Y'all been married for a while. But those first few years of dating, you kind of watch the same shows.
4: Mm-hmm. I had to watch those ER shows and the ones where the babies, they would have a baby every hour on TLC. mm I didn't really love it either Kato <laughs> but you know sometimes yeah. you got to do what you got to do.
3: And entertainment compatibility is so important. It's not something you think about going into it but right. I sometimes I like the garbage shows like Love is Blind. <laughs> my brain melts when I watch it. I'm like this is fabulous. My husband wants to watch every historical war documentary there yeah. is and I'm like Pfft.
4: But you're married and you're happy. So it's not that important. What do you mean? My, you don't have to have compatibility. My wife loves to watch reality shows about fat people and stuff, that my 600 pound life and things. I am never going to watch that show with her. Okay, she but got there's... me to watch Biggest Loser one time, and I'm like, we're watching fat people try to exercise. Why? But it doesn't matter to our marriage. You do it differently though, because a lot of people
2: bond. That's the way they uh, connect with each other and with their entertainment compatibility. She was just saying she'll sit through a history thing on Hitler. Is that what you said? Yeah.
3: Oh, I did. On Christmas morning, they made us watch that his (laughs) family and I'm like, you gotta be kidding! The whole family, literally everybody's sitting there watching a Hitler documentary. I'm like, y'all, it's Christmas. They weren't
4: cheering for him, were they?
3: I was scared to look up. Just looked
2: at my phone. (laughs) You got to take one for the team sometimes, Tom, and do
5: something you don't want to do with the person that you love i understand that but i do want someone that will sit down and watch a scary movie with the lights out yeah and just cuddle
4: my wife won't do that in fact we watched saw one and then like i don't know if there's been a saw two or not because she won't watch them with me <laughs> i think there's
2: saw scene and scene it's <laughs> and scene and and, and
3: saint <laughs> <laughs> whatever
4: <laughs>
2: i think there's 11 of them now tom oh my
4: god i got some catching up to do
2: I'm what do. was your family like growing up is a good question because you could say you know maybe they might say something well my mom and dad they screamed at each other all the time that's how they resolve conflict And you're like oh wow that my mom and dad didn't do that at all so you learn a lot and get a little peek into their world
3: and it does always seem that the Person who grew up with the parents who never fought end up with the person who grew up with parents who constantly fought, Con- and then yeah. you have to figure out how to navigate that.
2: Because all of a sudden, like their parents fought, and so they start screaming at you. You're like, "What <laughs> is going on? This never happened in my house." <laughs> like, first
3: of all, the meanest thing that my parents ever said to each other was they called each other "stupid head." So, like, this is really traumatizing. It's
2: pretty <laughs> like, bad, "stupid head."
3: <laughs> well, they got um... it from like Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> that was like their inside
4: joke.
2: I don't know. <laughs> all right, and then finally, this fun little date question to get a little. Peek into his or her world. Do you have a nickname, and how did you get that nickname? What's the story behind that nickname? Because uh, there's a lot of interesting nicknames out there. You know, it might be something like I don't know, Tater Tot or Stinky or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, your buddy Cato the E, like E, that's like I don't know how he got his name, but you guys have a conversation like I <laughs> I
5: don't think <laughs>
4: E knew his nickname was
5: E. He didn't, and the reason he got that name, which I don't ever see him anymore, but um.
4: I don't remember. It's like, he
5: would always, that's kind of how you <laughs> talk.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> that's what it sounded like. I don't know, but we all called him. N-n-n. Okay. <laughs> you have a
3: nickname, Tori,
2: growing um, up?
3: In, ho- in uh, high school, they used to call me Hollywood. Hollywood.
2: No why would they call you Hollywood?
3: <laughs> First of all, why do you sound so shocked by it? Yeah,
2: he's
4: I- rude.
3: I don't
2: yes. understand. Him.
4: He's not good at
3: these. <laughs> I don't, because at the time, I thought I was going like, to make it big in Hollywood. Oh, so really? that worked out really well for me. So you
2: were trying to be an actor or actor actress?
3: I didn't really have a plan. Oh. <laughs> I was just going to go. I and... called
2: you Hollywood. Yeah. Well, you were you oh. in the drama classes and stuff?
3: No. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so there's a story oh. behind that. See? You know yeah. a lot about her now. <laughs> yeah. So, Whether
0: you, you want to or not. Tom <laughs> <laughs> on B93.7.
4: I've heard about something I had never, ever heard of before, and this is kind of strange. Maybe I'm the weird one. Maybe (laughs) all of you guys are going to be like, oh, yeah, how did you not know about this, Tom? But I have a story of someone who has taken even this, whether it's normal or not, they've taken it to a new level. Okay, It's called The Shower Cup. Shower cup. I have a cup in my shower. Okay, so you do have a shower cup. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I I do understand when you have little kids, the shower cup is good for rinsing their hair with shampoo. Yeah. So a lot of of people will get the shower cup, a lot of times a Red Solo cup, Mm -hmm. and whenever they wash their kid's hair in the shower, they will pour the water over instead of sticking them up under the sprayer. Yeah, I have a Dixie
2: cup, uh, actually... um, Container. A dispenser, yeah. (laughs) A Dixie cup dispenser.
4: (laughs) Why? Because most people just have the dedicated cup. Yeah. Just the shower cup. Yeah, um, And I will say, when I'm, I first I read up. it, it made me really <laughs> kind of weirded out because I was thinking like baseball cup, and I'm like, what are they doing with this in the shower exactly, and <laughs> can't, why? Can't drink out of it. No <laughs> Not <water>. anymore. No,
5: <laughs>
2: and, and
4: kids in a bathtub, too. I mean, cups are like a
2: toy for them. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, so it's this this is is like kids. It's
4: a shower cup, and that's what was weirding me out about it more. Um, but they said most people also use it to splash the walls after the shower to get yeah. the yeah. soap off of them and keep the Soap scum from building up. And the hairs that's on the wall. Because
2: you see the hair on the wall, and you're like, how do you get that off? uh You've got to get your cup.
3: Uh-uh, my husband told me to stop putting that hair down the drain.
4: Exactly. You don't want the hair going down. You want it up where you can take no. it, throw it away, and not get it in the drain. It's too gross. I don't want to touch
2: that. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> and then you see it go down like a little snake, and it all collects into a little fur
4: ball at the drain.
3: I agree, and it's my hair, and I'll still be like, trying to get it
4: out of there. <laughs> I know, I know. I yeah. just reach down on my toe and scooch it over to the side of the shower so it doesn't clog up my drain. That
2: still feels kind of weird sometimes. <laughs> it. If it's a big, like, ham down there <laughs> <And you're, laughs> just the water's filling up in the shower and it's going to overflow. Now
4: <laughs> some people use it to hold their razor if they've got like a little ledge yeah. or a little shelf so mm-hmm. they can just put their stuff in there or even a suction cup holder sometimes and most people do use them for their kids hair.
2: You also got them for like cleaning like I've got a cleaning brush in there because a lot of times I want to clean the shower while I'm naked. I don't want to do it you know when I got my clothes on. I, so
5: you, got, What time do you get up in the mornings? I don't have time to I barely uh, have time uh. to shower
2: i do that on the weekend
3: oh I yeah, on the weekend on the yeah that is so smart really i've never thought to do that yeah because i always change into like ugly garbage clothes to yeah, clean you get any shower never thought about just doing it while i'm in there do it,
5: yeah yeah that. just be careful with the bleach. Yeah. While you're in
4: there. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you need to come out lighter. Yeah. So I Mom, just keep it under my the sink. <laughs> I just keep it under the sink and use it when I need it. I don't leave it in there 24 7.
3: No, but you can like grab the bleach bottle on your way in if it's yeah. your cleaning day. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. Well, here's where it gets really weird. So, Tom, you ain't weird. <laughs> we well, are. Here's where it gets really weird. One person said that they intend to make sure they get the shower cup that their grandparents have, which has been there for over 30 years because it's a family heirloom. Well, yeah. The shower cup is now a family heirloom.
3: Yeah, that cup seen a lot of butts. I'm
4: guessing it's not a red solo if it's a family heirloom. Probably not. It's probably made of something tougher. It could be like a coffee cup or something. I would have probably broke by now and not big enough. I wouldn't want anything glassy. Well you
2: think about it, if it's grandparents and they got cups, it ain't anything plastic most likely.
4: It could be metal. It could be like a yeti. A metal yeti. (laughs) Up. Okay. I don't know, but I'm like, I honestly, this is a conversation that's difficult to know since who actually has a family heirloom shower cup?
2: That's unusual, but I mean, I'm sentimental, and a lot of people are. I know you guys may not be that way, but I've got a lot of weird stuff that was my grandparents'. My grand, he he would smoke Prince Albert in a can and roll those cigarettes up, and I've got a couple of his <laughs> Prince Albert cans, which I'm never going to roll <laughs> like a cigarette up. But I've got that. Why? I have no idea. It's just sentimental. If you ever want to, let me know. I know how. Okay. <laughs> right, that's, there's sentimental, and then there's hoarder. Okay. Okay. Uh, I've got like a like a pottery thing that was a duck, and she would put her plants in there, and the bib broke off, or bill broke off of the duck, and she glued it upside down. So,
5: well, that's
2: cool. <laughs> so you look at it, and it's like the, it, the, the duck's sad. It's not happy. <laughs> and so that's an heirloom that I've got that's not worth anything to anybody else, but to me, you know, like a big shower cup.
5: I ended up with uh, this little ceramic cat my grandma and grandpa had yeah. in their house that used to freak me out as a kid, and I do not know how... I. I think it was at my dad's when he passed. Yeah. And now it's at my house uh-huh. and it still freaks me out. Yeah. yeah. It's boxed up, uh-huh. but I still have it.
4: That's so I, it's probably it the, these people may yeah. be sentimental about their
2: grandparents', you know, cup, shower cup.
4: <laughs> well, I get that. That's the whole idea of an heirloom, but why on earth would a shower cup be an heirloom? Uh you know what, there's a coconut that
2: my granny and granddaddy had that would prop the bathroom door open because it would shut on its own, and my cousin wanted that. It's a coconut that they got. I don't know where, but uh, like a real coconut, a real coconut, half <laughs> or whole. It's a whole, and it's set in the door for years. And he's got it now. Did they? Did those not, not go yeah. bad after a
5: while? I guess. I well, never it's hollow.
2: About that. It's it, you know, it's uh, it's yeah, it's petrified or whatever. What do you oh. mean? Has it been drained? No, it's I, yeah, scared. I think it's been
4: drained petrified yeah
3: <laughs>
4: Yeah. petrified is what i'm right, feeling right now yeah, it, it don't have anything
2: in it yeah
4: uh, at first it was yeah. afraid it was petrified <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Also, I guess uh, <laughs> other people said that they like to keep their mom's shower cap as an heirloom. I wouldn't what? keep that, no. I got to tell you, the first time my wife wore one of those was when I realized that the romance had died. Because that was the moment when she was no longer my hot wife, and she reminded me of my mom. You ain't got no room to talk,
2: because <laughs> you have to wear that thing that you put on, you have mask, that you breathe
5: at night.
4: CPAP. I don't The CPAP, CPAP
5: machine. Oh, you had to for a while.
2: For a
4: while. Then I got my sleep number bed where I just tilted upwards.
5: Now you said the shower cap reminds you of your mom, uh-huh. and that's when you felt like you lost the sex, or she lost the sexiness. But yeah, I didn't you,
4: even say that. I said the, the romance. You said she's ugly, is what I heard. That's not what I, said. What I said,
5: but you also wanted to buy the same perfume your mom wears for your wife to wear, so she would smell like your mom. That's <gasps> not
4: the same as looking like her with her hair in that thing. It looked like 1960 all over again. <laughs> no,
2: I just want to get up close to her and sniff her. To, she reminds me of mama.
4: Chanel no, 5 is a Mama. very nice perfume. I
3: feel like some therapists would have thoughts on this, Tom. Yeah.
4: On which part?
3: Like Freud. Freud would say this is weird. Hawk
4: has a coconut that he keeps my, from his grandparents. I do not.
2: That's my cousin that's weird, not me.
3: And a coconut's kind of cool. You don't just see that.
4: Y'all need to come to the therapist with me.
3: <laughs> Group therapy. Group
0: <laughs> therapist. therapist. <laughs> Sorry. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7.